Hi, and welcome to the Mouse and More podcast. I'm Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza, Adam, Mark, and Bridget. Hi, everyone. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Very good. Right. Mark? Okay. Is Mark here? I'm Mark here. is here. here yep. It's been a while, Mark. It has it's, it's been. Sort of the, I'm it has sort of the hit and run podcast guy. He is. He is. But you know what? It's kind of like sugar. You don't want sugar every day. Actually, I do. But say you don't want a lot of chocolate every day, but every now and then you want a little chocolate. And that's how we feel about Mark. <laughs> chocolate Mark. We can only take him in small doses. That's right. Well, that's yeah, really okay. You could put it that way, too. I was trying to be nice and make him sort of like a good thing. I won't chocolate. be. Exactly. <laughs> I okay. prefer Chris's description. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mark sure. is like chocolate or like a big cake or something. Okay. <laughs> he Just sure is like a big cake. <laughs> <laughs> or a pile of vanilla pudding. You know. <laughs> All right. I like vanilla pudding too. Everybody does. Um, okay. I don't know. Maybe not everybody. All right. Where were we before we got distracted and it got weird? Because I mean, it always gets weird, doesn't it? Right? Okay. So, In the first five minutes. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I think we should let the listeners in on a little secret. When we don't have a topic, we put out this question and call for questions. And tonight was one of those nights. I mean, we have topics, but, you know, it just didn't feel like none of them felt right. So we thought, why not do a listener question show? So that's what we're doing tonight. And these are always fun. And we get to, you know, see what the listeners are interested in and hopefully answer those questions. So let's go ahead. I'm going to start with the first one, which is pretty simple. Because everybody knows how much we love to hate spirit jerseys or love to love them in some cases. (laughs) So Kristen asks, where can you get the best deal on spirit jerseys? In the trash. I mean, there are a lot of them in there. (laughs) FYI, I've seen some. No, seriously, I think Adam knows, right? What What do you know, Adam? To be honest, the best deal you can get for spirit jerseys is at the outlets. There is an outlet store, an officially Disney outlet store. You're going to want to go to the Disney's Character Warehouse, Orlando Vineland Premium Outlets, and they've got a whole bunch of, you know, stuff that didn't sell fully in the parks. And I don't know for certain, because the stock changes all the time, but I'm sure they're going to have spirit jerseys that didn't quite make it in the parks. But, hey, maybe they'll fit your style when you go check them out. The (laughs) The dejected jerseys? (laughs) Yeah. Can I can I make a confession about spirit jerseys? Oh no. I have, I have no idea what they are. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, they were actually I know, explained I, I to know me properly. Okay. I know they're a thing because I keep hearing they are a I, thing. they're a thing, but I don't aren't, know what they aren't are. Aren't they supposed to be like a football jersey shape? But that's it and then like they oversized, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you could wear those pads on, and I don't. I know nothing about football except that it's on skates, and they have to get a puck <laughs> into the goal. But and they get home it's runs. Like, yes, right. and they wear the pads underneath it, right? But the spirit jerseys, they don't. And so Disney's really smart, right? They'll come up with a color, and suddenly it's this shade of blue or purple or pink, and then they do all the spirit jerseys in that, and then the the Instagram people come up and they hold their cupcake and their spirit jersey and they look cute and adorable because they're 22 and then everybody (laughs) goes and buy 
the spirit jersey. So All right. that's what they look like. Have you not seen them? I, I'm sure I have, but I I just couldn't. I, like, I, know, I, I know it's been a big topic recently. I keep listening yeah. to the shows and everybody's talking about spirit jerseys, but I have not a clue. what I, I, I could walk right by one and not know what they are. Have you ever seen a loaf of Wonder Bread? <laughs> Once. Okay. <laughs> so, so last spring, they came up with the spirit jerseys with the dots on it, and it looked like a loaf. It was a white jersey with these dots on it, and it looked like a loaf of Wonder Bread. And I'll tell you what. There were all kinds of loaves of Wonder Bread walking down Main Street. I don't care. Every time I saw someone with that spirit jersey on, I just thought, Wonder Bread. You know, tall, short, whatever. Everybody looked like a loaf of Wonder Bread. Nice. So it I'm wasn't a good look. Spirit, I, I'm looking up these spirit jerseys right now. I think, Mark, why you haven't seen them is you're always there in the summertime, and it's That's blistering hot. Mm. Ah. People aren't wearing them in the summertime. Maybe at night. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> People from Georgia are wearing spirit jerseys at night, I oh, can boy. assure there, you. Okay, Not so me, on, but on Disney. On, Di- on shopdisney.com, there is a spirit jersey collection. It's all the spirit jerseys. Really? Yes. Oh, I see. I this think, is yeah. why Disney is so good at this kind of thing, because they can sell you unflattering garments. And Casey, <laughs> so I was at Disney just overnight over the weekend, and I, I got to hang out with Eric and his family, this uh, friend of ours of the show, and I got to hang out a little tiny bit with Casey and his fiance. And K- Casey actually explained it really well. He said, spirit jerseys look best on you if you're tall and kind of bulky, but if you're really skinny, they don't look good. And I thought, that's true. I think the skinnier you are, the spirit jerseys just kind of hang. So they actually look big on someone who's got a little more heft and a little more height, I think. So I think that's, that's the way it's going. Okay. So uh, we're going to buy you one though. That, don't they have like a Star Wars one, like a Darth Vader one? I just one saw a Mandalorian one. Oh. Nice. Maybe we should, have the, we should have the Mouse and More ones. We should have Mouse and More. The Mouse and More podcast. Maybe we should. Maybe yeah. we should. <laughs> There's just like pictures of all of us like looking angry or sad or sleepy <laughs> or rolling our eyes, our usual state of being, you know? Mark just sitting there going, wait, is it time to podcast? <laughs> Can I come on tonight? No, no we Mark is always welcome. Okay. All right. So I think we solved that problem, right? Um, it's at the outlets. The outlets are close. You're not going to get the ones that sold. You're going to get like the spirit jersey no one wanted, like a picture of, <laughs> I don't know, like Shrek on it. They'll be like, oh, wait, Shrek, wrong park. Um, anyway. So, okay. All right. Let's move on to something also a good question here. And I really like this one. This comes from Amber. Amber's one of our agents. And Amber said, and I'm going to go around to each one of you because I love this one. If you could spend a day at Disney with any celebrity, who would it be and what would you do together? I'll go to Adam first. That's a good question. I have answered this before. Okay. It was Taylor Swift and Jennifer Lawrence. But I'm not going to use them. lame. Taylor Swift? I'm not going to use them. She's like five inches taller than you. I'm not going (laughs) to. Because I've already said them. So I'm okay. going to go with, I think, Oscar Isaac. Who really? Who plays Poe in Star Wars. Ah, that's not a bad choice. He seems like a cool guy. And we could ride, oh. drive the, fly the Falcon together. We could fight the First Order together. I'd pick him. Oscar Isaac. He looks very deep. He does look deep. <laughs> he, looks, he looks very deep. I don't oh. Looks, and, and Joe Rohde, too, obviously. But that's mm. Oh, yeah. Good that's call. a good choice. Yeah. 
Okay. All right, Mark. All right, uh, this is who I'm I'm picking, and you can mock me if you like. <laughs> you know we will. All right, I know you will. I'm going with Josh Gad, man. Uh, really? Yeah. That's fantastic. Totally. Because, look, he gets, like, everybody, you know, he's on all those specials. Everybody loves him. He gets on behind the scenes and backstage. I'm going with Josh Gad. He seems like he'd be fun. I, I have to agree. Yeah, probably. You'd probably need a VIP guide, though, you know, to keep the riffraff away. Right, definitely. But still, yeah, that's a well, really good I, you choice. Know, Really, I need the, a guide to keep the riffraff away when I'm walking around, too. That's but, true. You're kind of a big difference. deal. <laughs> that is true. Okay. I like that one. That one's totally normal. Yeah. Uh, Bridget, what about you? I think I'm going to say Kristen Bell. Wow. That's a good one, too. Because she's a lot, like, she's just fun. I follow her on Instagram, and she's really, like, she just seems like she's a lot of fun. So, like, kind of like hanging out with your sister or your BFF. Hmm. So, I think yeah, I hang out with her. Seem- she seems down to earth. And, yeah. and what would you do? I don't know. Go ride, ride, ride have, go out to eat. Have a, have a martini or two. Mm-hmm. I bet she talk gossip. Alcohol, yes. Yeah. Yes, she seems like a fun girl. Like, Actually, you kind of, you guys kind of could be, you kind of look a little bit alike. You have the same hair. She's kind of short. <laughs> She's know. a lot skinnier than I am, though. Well, of course, she has to be. They don't let them eat in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, otherwise, you know, okay. Well, you're skinny too. You've been on the keto thing. Yeah, you know. Everybody is. Everybody's on the keto, except me. It works, man. You doing your keto? Yeah, no, I'd never. Everybody seems to be doing it, though. Okay, I would pick Benedict Cumberbatch, and we would just walk around the parks, and then we would make out. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Not at all. I've, what? If I can make the rules? Yeah. I mean, sure. Maybe. I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. All right. Well, I think that leads to another question then. Yeah. Where Where would you make out with Benedict Cumberbatch? Ooh. In, the, in the gondola. <laughs> <laughs> this is a was... I don't have a husband. That was... Scrolling back in time prior to my marriage. I mean, you know, I, I also have a time machine, right? So right, of course. Right? I'm yeah. turning back time, just like Cher, only I'm not wearing that outfit because it's the park and it would be. Oh, you should. <laughs> no, Disneyland, they wear those outfits, so you should. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of true. 80s night, everyone was wearing yeah. that stuff. I, I'm just saying, like, if you're just going to throw it out there, yeah, it's me and Benedict Cumberbatch. We're hanging out. Maybe he's wearing the cape from Doctor Strange. I have oh, yeah. no idea. Definitely. But see, I I did not pick the obvious like Thor. You know, I picked Benedict Cumberbatch. He's smart, probably. <laughs> Even if he's not, we're still going to go to Disney. We might get some cake. There's definitely cake and eating involved. Stuff like that. It's a date. We're having a date. <laughs> I think okay. it's brilliant. Thank you. And not creepy. Again, not creepy at all. Okay. All right. So we've solved that. And in case anyone is wondering, Liza's not on because she's was the client. We're trying to pretend that she is. But I think people would probably have noticed that we skipped over Liza, which is unfortunate. So she will be popping on later. So, all right. Okay. Let's go over to Jill. Jill says, how are you spontaneous in the parks? Seems to be less and less opportunities to do so. Go ahead, Adam. How are you? Adam is not spontaneous, by the way. Just FYI. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. I'm, I'm dying to hear this answer. Yeah, Go this ahead. is good. Go ahead. That's a good question. I, I would say try something that you've never Go to a quick service and get something you haven't eaten before. 
That's one. <laughs> okay. What? Like instead of the hamburger, I'm having the chicken sandwich. <laughs> no, like, like no. Well, like your Epcot. Let's just say instead of getting the fish and chips like you always get, go to like Morocco and get that shawarma or whatever like they call that. The with the shawarma is good, by the way. Yeah. Just like they do in the Avengers. Yeah, exactly. I see a theme here on this show. Yeah, because because in this in this universe, Chris is walking around with Benedict Cumberbatch holding <laughs> <laughs> hands. FYI. <laughs> And uh, Josh Gad is dressed up as Olaf and Marcus, right? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I that's what I would I would try like a different food item from a different place I've never been, and then in terms of like attractions, go in one of the shows, go into go into the Up Show at, at Animal Kingdom, the Bird Show. That's something that maybe you skip over. I know Marcus skipped over it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Regular. But how are you personally <laughs> spontaneous? Me? Yes. Never. Yeah, I'm no. really not spontaneous. Everything is no. pre-planned. Yes. Which is, you I, know. I know this because not only are we podcasters together and friends, I'm also your travel agent. So I know that there's a lot of planning. I mean, you do your own planning, which is great. But I mean, even when you call me, I'm just like, oh, God, Adam's going to ha- overanalyze this. You know, just keep calling me. I'm good with that, by the way, especially when you, you know, go on adventures by Disney with your whole family. But anyway, how about you, Bridget? How are you spontaneous in the park? (laughs) I think we're always spontaneous. Yeah, we don't really. It's kind of. I just can't. I don't. I mean, I I don't know. I all this planning. I mean, I like planning, but I feel like you need a little time to be, you know, like you know what let's not do that and let's do this i know how you're spontaneous (laughs) i know how you're spontaneous you guys never make it to your dining reservations (laughs) that's that's also true (laughs) like oh well we're gonna eat at such and such that didn't happen (laughs) yeah well i mean we actually kind of are spontaneous down there because like if the kids see something they want to do then we switch it up and go and do that or there's something else we want to do unless yeah. Mark's in charge. And then it's like, you know, if there's fast passes, he's like a drill sergeant getting you to the fast pass. Right. But he's we, kind of, we, we, we call a lot of audibles while we're down there. We're just like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. I was in the park this week and just like really briefly over, you know, a couple of days. And there was this lady yelling at her kid and she was downright, she was mean, you know, she wasn't cussing or anything like that, but she was definitely demeaning him and he was about nine. And I thought, this is what overplanning does to parents. Because I bet she's not a bad mom. I would hope not. But she was stressed out. And she just was overextended, probably financially and otherwise. And I thought, this is terrible. You know, this is supposed to be a nice vacation. And unfortunately, what he's going to remember is mom degrading him in the middle of the park. You know, and I wanted to say something. But she's really much bigger than I am. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, I just hate that. I hate it when parents get so wrapped Mm -hmm. up in, you know, we've got to make this fast pass. We've got to make dining that they forget that their kids are really just happy to be there and be with them. That's too bad. That's That's how how I feel. Oh, my gosh. She's here. (laughs) (laughs) I did it. Welcome, Liza. She did it. She did it. See, I, I... We actually confessed that you weren't really on the show. We were kind of faking it. But then we were like, we did a question, which was, 
what celebrity would you want to hang out with? In the, I'm, which I'm going to come back to because I think you'll have a good one. But so, yeah. So welcome, Liza. Hi. Okay. So I have to confess that like Bridget and Mark, I am only spontaneous, really. I mean, I'm the worst person. Like anyone of you guys, and you all know this, if you've traveled with me, I make plans, but I, I don't really keep them. So I'm the queen of it, of <laughs> the spontaneity. Like somebody will be talking to me, it will be like, oh, I guess we're eating at 1900 Parkford. I'm like, oh no, we're going to California Grill. So I mean, like my whole family is like, they're always on edge. You <laughs> so, do that. I know. <laughs> oh, by the way, I meant to tell you. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not good. So what about you, Liza? Okay. So we, as a family, are not too spontaneous. We are rope drop. Like, that's what we're doing. And we know when I grew up, it was commando style. Like, you are going, going, going. We know we have it. Well-oiled machine. It's a plan. When I'm by myself or with you, of course, I'm not going to be able to be like that because it's more spontaneous. But when I'm with my kids, I have a general idea of, I mean, I know what we're doing pretty much. I have a little more flexibility than most because I do have a, a child who, that I have to get be flexible with because she has a DAS most of the time. So she's, but so that kind of makes it to where I have to have some flexibility. But when I'm with my mom, though, my mom is, she needs to know. She's got to know the plan. <laughs> she does not want to be left in the wind. She's like, no, I need to know. She likes to be the first person, honestly, at the park. I'm not going to lie. She likes to be there. Like, she'll send me pictures. Like, she, there's nobody behind. She, everybody's behind her because she's right there in the front. <laughs> that's my mom. So that's probably what's going to happen in May. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay, Aaron asks, Disney Springs area resorts, what are the advantages and disadvantages? Okay, mm. there are seven Disney Springs area resorts. There are Bee Resort, Doubletree, Hilton Buena Vista, Hilton Buena Vista Palace, Holiday Inn, the Wyndham Garden, the Best Western. These are all, within walking distance of Disney Springs, there are big sidewalks for you to walk there, which is nice. They have added on a lot of perks for these resorts you can get 60 days out planning for your fast passes they do have shuttles uh, free shuttles to and from disney springs and from the parks they have uh, they, they come with like uh, coupon books it looks like and they also offer extra magic hours just like the regular on-site or uh, guests those would be the pros. I think those are pretty good. Plus, the prices are could probably be about moderate, I, I would guess, moderate level pricing, maybe a little less in terms of equating them to Disney on-site hotels. They're they're pretty close to like, they're, they're, they're basically somewhere between a value and a moderate, depending on the hotel and the room category. Well, they're a pretty good deal. I've stayed at the B Hotel, <laughs> just letting everybody know. What do you think? Well, I thought the B was nice I thought wow this B hotel definitely gets a B because it's pretty good <laughs> but then when I got in my room and first of all the refrigerator didn't work at all okay and then the air conditioner didn't really work either so the B ended up being a D do you, do you know what I don't like I I love the good neighbor hotels as they're called in Disneyland I think in some ways they're 
they're almost better to book than they are than like on property. I mean, obviously I want to stay at the Grand Californian or whatever if I could, but I can afford these good neighbors. So that's where I generally stay. But the Disney World good neighbors, I'm just not a, they're okay. But for me, the convenience of being on property, I, I think the extra steps I have to take at a good neighbor are just not worth it to me. Yeah, I'd but. rather stay at Pop. I'd rather stay at Pop. Pop, I mean, um, an All-Stars or Pop would have been comparable or less, I think, than the B Hotel. But the B Hotel is really aesthetically pretty. I mean, but it's very clean, all white with blue lights everywhere. It's like white marble and uh, blue lights. They had a big Indian wedding that day. I remember thinking, wow, this is big. There's a lot of people here. I wonder if they would know if I came. (laughs) <laughs> crash into wedding Go. i like indian food i'm just gonna let you know i'm just there for the apps <laughs> i want i want to pass that one of the cons of these hotels is there's no magical express so yeah. you're gonna have to get yourself from the airport to one of these hotels yeah and if you rent a car you're gonna have to pay now you have to pay to park at disney resort but you're gonna have to pay to park at these resorts now too so but what about the busing to and from the park? Because I've never done that in one of those hotels before. They do offer busing. It's not as regular. And that's really just the biggest issue for me personally. So I think there are advantages and disadvantages. I would personally not stay there without a car, even though, because once you factor in how much it costs to get from the airport to Disney Springs area, you know, it's worth it just to rent a car. Car rentals in Orlando are not that expensive, especially if you don't need like an SUV or a van or something like that. The other thing is that it makes it a lot easier to go to three out of four parks. But I, I mean, if you want a moderate quality hotel room at closer to a value price, then stay in one of those hotels. But just keep in mind at the, at the end of the day, you're not really on property and you're not going to have all the same advantages. But, you know, for a lot of people, they don't need those perks. I just had someone because, you know, now Margaritaville is, is a good neighbor. Yeah, right? I saw that because I know, quoted those separately before. And there, it's a beautiful property, but it's 10 miles away and 10 miles yes. in or, and around Orlando, depending on where you're at, is pretty you know, it's pretty far, but the price was phenomenal. I mean, the price for what they were getting, they had a big family, they had a new baby. I mean, for them, I think it worked out, but I think generally speaking, I'm always going to downgrade and stay at pop. If I, if I can get on property, then stay, I've always said, I'd rather stay at pop than a moderate off property, you know, for sure. And the same goes for Disney Springs, but I think it does work for some people, especially people who maybe want like a, like a two bedroom unit. They do have some of those. So, and I, I will actually say if just as an aside, if you want a two bedroom unit, you really can't beat the orange Lake holiday Inn. just FYI. But yeah, I mean, I'm staying at pop just like Liza. So, yeah. Yeah, those those um, Margaritaville places, they're nice, though. Yeah, they're but, beautiful. But it is such, to me, I feel like it's such a pain to have to be that far away. I remember I stayed at a place that said it was a half mile from Disney property, and it was. And it was beautiful. It was out past where the Animal Kingdom, the back 
back like sort of service road is mm-hmm. if you know where that is on 92 and it was beautiful it was very very nice unfortunately one mile or a half mile off a of disney property is a lot longer than you think when you're going when you're talking about a place that's 47 square miles big so that's where my parents uh, timeshare is you probably is that, that is <laughs> is it what is it called it's called um there's a whole bunch of resorts sh- right there yeah it's uh i, sh- I can't windsor palms yeah, that's not theirs, but I know what you're talking about because our yeah. timeshare is a half a half a mile away, quote unquote, but it still takes a half an hour to get in there. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I'm actually going to take this one because I looked into it a lot and I think it's a great idea. So Taylor asks, what are your thoughts on the new add-on photo option in the Magic Kingdom capture the moment? Do you think it's worth the $50? Would you suggest adding this to your trip or splurging on the Disney fine art photography mini Magic Kingdom session they offer for $279? So there are two different things. For $50 added to your memory maker, you can get sort of like a, a mini photo session, basically, where there are certain spots you can go and you have 20 minutes for $50 and you can get photographs and stuff like that. So it's it's a really good deal, especially since Disney doesn't allow professional photographers to photograph you in the parks. So say, for example, you want to propose to someone for 50 bucks, you can do your proposal in front of this person, Aww. get great pictures. I think think it's I think it's a good idea and you guys know that I never get add-ons but this I love this idea because how many times have you tried to get a great picture of your kids and you've got like a bazillion people around or they're walking in front of you you know Mm -hmm. this is fantastic the other photo session which is actually called mini magic kingdom um, one of our agents got it Jeff got it he had his daughter she had her first holy communion dress on they had done of course the ceremony back up, up back home in New York and then they came down and they did a little photo session for her it was very special and very cute I think that's a great idea too for $279 but the cheaper version is pretty good too what do you guys think I think it's a good, I mean, especially if, you know, you just want, you don't want like a full on session and you want something just to capture like a special moment or you want even just to capture your kids, like their first trip or something like that. I mean, I think it would be a good, a good add on for nothing, you know, something that isn't huge and major, you know, that you're not doing, you don't want these like family portraits where everybody's matching and, you know, like the the major sessions. Yeah. And those are super cute. A lot of people are doing those, but most people tend to do those like at the resorts with their professional photography, photographer that's local. Whereas this is something you can do in the park and it's totally legit. Your photographer's not, because we all know photographers will come in and do photo shoots, but they have to be sneaky. And I frankly would be really uncomfortable with that. So this is a nice option. I'd have to look at the pictures. Yeah, well, see, because you take pictures, so you have a, a stronger opinion than we might. I, yeah, if I'm you, around, if if I'm, if I'm around when you guys are there and you want professional photos done, call me. Well, okay, I'm not calling I'm you for that. Good. For sure. I'm good with <laughs> child photography. You've seen my work, some of you. Yeah, that's yes. true. I'm it, really not bad. This package does not include photos, though. The so actual prints. So it's just the session. Oh, really? It's just the session, yeah. That's kind of weird because if it's part of your memory maker, you'd think they would include that. Right. Well, if it's in memory maker, yeah, then you get the downloads. But 
You're not getting physical copies. No, yeah, you make your own prints. But, I mean, yeah. if you have right. the downloads, that's what all people want today anyway. Now, yeah. I feel like more people need to print photos because it's kind of like people don't print, print them anymore, really. But yeah. I would be okay with that because I would like to go take them to get them printed somewhere where I would want them printed. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next one. Autumn asks... What international park would you most like to visit? And have you ever planned an international visit? This is for the TAs for a client. So Bridget, have you done that? I think you have. I, I, actually I have. Know you. Yes. Okay. I did. I had two clients go to Disneyland Paris last summer. Okay. Which is the park that I would most likely want to visit. Okay. So I really want to go there. I want, okay. I want to check it out. I was actually supposed to go in high school and I, I never did. So... It's almost better that you waited because it's so much better now than it would yeah. have been when it was first open and even just like five years ago. They did a lot of improvements. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on our bucket list. Yeah. I've been lucky. I've sent a lot of clients, like a surprisingly high number of clients to Disneyland Paris, and every single one of them has been very, very happy. The only thing I will say about Disneyland Paris is you kind of have to be careful about where you stay. We kind of found that out the hard way. But um, if you can, stay as close to the park as possible. What about you, Liza? Which one would you like to visit? I would love to go to Tokyo Disney and Tokyo Disney Seas. Because it's just so different. It looks so different than anything that we have. Right, it does. It's just so out there and... I just really want to go to Japan, quite honestly. I, I really would love that. Okay. What about you, Adam? Japan. Really? I, I think that's a popular answer. And Mark, which one would you like to visit? I, I think I'd really like to do Shanghai. Um, everything I've heard about it sounds amazing. They have the, they, they have the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. That's it. Sounds like it's uh, it's it's more themed on the movies, and it's supposed to be really cool. And um, and they also have uh, some Marvel stuff there that sounds really Ooh. neat. So I, I you know, and that's the one with the really big castle, right? Well, Shanghai it's, does not have Marvel tone, uh, Mark. Oh, it doesn't. No, is that Tokyo? Marvel is in Hong Kong. Oh, Marvel's not going. Excuse me. Sorry. So, but it, it, in, regardless, I still want to go to Shanghai. Of course. Okay. Very nice. I would. Ha so I shouldn't say Paris, right? Because I've been to that one. So I guess Hong Kong because I love steamed dumplings and marble. Ah. So I'm good to go, right? <laughs> Plus, as an added bonus, I could go shopping because I know that my mother-in-law told me that the shopping in Hong Kong is fantastic. So there you go. That's what I would do. Christine asks, and I'm going to throw this to Mark because apparently he's suffered through this. What's the <laughs> longest you've waited in line for a ride? Uh, well, the longest I've waited, I, I think I think Bridget and I waited for Rocket Roller Coaster some obscene amount of time. Oh, I'm sure we did. <laughs> when, when we went, and when it was just the two of us before we got married. But um, the longest, like the, the longest feeling ride was... Uh, the Navi River journey last year. Oh, oh we got, that's so painful. We mm. got in line, and what did it say, Adam? Did it say twenty minutes? It, it was like twenty or a half hour minutes. Yeah, we were in line for like 30, seventy-five minutes or something. Yeah, it was Easy. it was ridiculous how long we waited for that line, and you know, it was very angry. And then, right, and then in the end, like I mean, th 
the Navi River Journey is a great ride if you can wait 20 minutes, get on it, and 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 go. But if you're if you're waiting any longer than like 20 minutes, <laughs> 20 minutes to a half hour, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Nope. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah. that was that was a long uh, wait with the children. Yeah, that that one's definitely a tough one. I think the longest I truly waited was three hours for Seven Dwarves, like New Year's Eve once. And that was just because my youngest son was going through like a Seven Dwarves phase and he was dressed Hmm. up like one, like the whole week we were there, he wore his little (laughs) Seven Dwarves costume. So how can you say no to that? So I sent my older son with his friend off. And then I stood there with the kids. I, Kevin wasn't even on that trip. So it was like, but it was fine, you know, especially when they got to the little um, place where they could play the games. So that was okay. But yeah, it was kind of long. Um, what about you, Liza? I, I don't really, I haven't really waited very long in any line. Um, except for, I mean, Heimlich, that was like 45 minutes and it went around in a circle and I was, I had two one-year-old twins. It was on nightmare. Last 45 but seconds. Though, right? It's like, that yeah, long? It's, it's gotta like, be less than that. And I waited 45 minutes for it in this, in the heat with twins, like young twins. Uh, um, it was a nightmare. Um, but my sister told me this story. I laughed so hard. She went for one day, she went to a hair show in Orlando and they got a one day ticket and they went to Animal Kingdom because Flight of Passage had just come out. And they really wanted to go ride it. So they went and they waited for, like, she said it might have been over a little over three hours for that ride. And she said, let me just put it to you this way. The couple in front of us started out the line hugging and, you know, have you know cuddling and whatnot. They were having a good time. Then they got in an argument. Then they broke up. But then they got back together again before we actually got on the ride. So I saw the evolution of their relationship all while waiting in this line. <laughs> it was that bad. Saw an actual breakup and a makeup. That's how long they were there. I wonder what they were fighting about. She kept trying to strain to understand what was yeah. going on without looking obvious. That is absolutely <laughs> what I would have done. It was probably a, a husband who was trying to get them to the next fast pass, and then there most was an likely, That's yeah, that happened. could have been that. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe the mom. I don't know. I've, actually, the moms I know are much more focused on you know getting getting to the next fast pass. It's a younger couple, but oh. but they had a a whole breakup and a makeup, you know. But my sister kept trying to understand. He did something though. He said something in that line. <laughs> Maybe he was checking out the cute Brazilian girls. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? But she said that long line, but at least there was that. You know, she got a little invested in the, yeah. in the relationship. <laughs> oh, I've done. Have you done that? Like you're waiting in line and you start listening to what the other person is saying. And before you know it, you know their whole life story. And you're like, gosh, she really needs to leave this guy exactly. or whatever, you know. Yeah. Red flags, red flags. It's got a, yeah. you know, like the whole story of their kitchen remodel, whatever. You'll listen to anything at that point. So. At that point, <laughs> I do. And, you know, and I do analyze all kinds of things, outfits and whatnot. Yes. But. Oh, yeah. It's, the best thing to do is like to figure it out on your own. Like, okay, what's this person's deal? You know? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a whole backstory with somebody I've never even spoken to. No, you got to make a scenario in your head of what's going on. Exactly. 
Okay. All right. So let's move on to the next one. Casey asks, this is kind of related. What's the craziest fast pass you were able to get the day of last minute? Anything awesome? Hmm. I, I'm going to, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I'm not the best at this, but my friend Alicia, who's also a travel agent, she is the queen of getting good fast passes like the day of like, you'll be talking to her on the phone and she go, and she comes from New York. I won't do her accent now, but whenever I tell a story and, and Bridget knows this, I have to do her accent, but she'll go, I just got flight of passage. And you're like, what? How? Yeah. And I got California grill. Plus someone gave me 72 free fast passes and I got to be the family marshal today or the you know family of the day. Like, I don't know how she does this. Stuff, I don't but by either. the way, I'm not going to tell you what her real name is because then you go book with her. But yeah, she's kind of a miracle worker. So Mm-hmm. What about I'm, you guys? Anything good? I don't, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I'm sure we've gotten good ones, but nothing really stands out. Yeah. I, I think Space Mountain one time, I got Space Mountain. Yeah. Mm. I think space is fairly easy to get, like, last minute. I will tell you that over Christmas week, it was very easy to get anything in Epcot you wanted that morning, which I thought was really odd, because, like, we, we kept changing things around. Really? Of Yes, it was very easy. We would change things. We would get up and we would be like, okay, we're going to go to Epcot today instead. And you could get pretty much everything. The other thing that's weird is we had, we were on our second fast pass of the day on flight of passage and we had just scanned it. So that was our second one. So we had one left and my son wanted to leave after the ride the 17 year old. Cause you know, he never hangs out with us cause we are the most uncool people and he's got a magic <laughs> band, right? So why would you hang out with your parents? So I said, well, let me make you a couple fast passes because even though he's super like, you know, wanting to be on his own, he's like, <laughs> he doesn't even have his own account. So it let me make two fast passes for him in Hollywood studios. And I, I know one was toy story mania. I can't, the other one was like a lesser one. So I don't know if they had just opened up fast passes that day. Cause like we were only on number two, we had one left and it let me make two more. So I've never tried it again. I don't think that's a thing. It might've been a glitch. Who knows? Hmm. So go ahead, Adam. I don't, I can't think of anything specific, but I just know that, you know, sometimes you can, sometimes I've gotten fast passes like in a row Mm-hmm. With the same ride, so you just really get up, yeah, what? You just, yeah, so you just get out there like you once when you scan, you check the the app, see what's available. Something is available right then and there. Go through again, that kind of thing. So I've done that before. Thanks for I like actually... Soren and I think Frozen once I did that. Yeah, I well, I think the system is glitchy, and I don't think it's static. I like for what for example. There's no way that they're not releasing additional fast passes after the 60 day mark. You know, I think they're staggering them. I think you probably do have that advantage at 60 days, but for sure there are more being released as you go, you know? So I think that that's a definite fact. Um, But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Okay. All right. Let's go on. Oh, I like this one because it's about food. And it's also about one of my favorite places. What are the best snacks at Disneyland and Disney California Adventure? That's by Jen. Adam? California Adventure, I like the Cozy Cone. They have like the mac and cheese. That's that's something you can hold, walk around, eat it. That's really good. The beignets are really good at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. 
they're you know, very messy. I don't messy, agree though. with you, but okay. No. Okay. Well, I all right. My one of my favorite snacks. I enjoy a f- piece of fried dough. Um, <laughs> well, I do too. I'm gonna get you a shirt that says that. Thank you. Christmas <laughs> early. <laughs> uh, the beignets at Disneyland. They're just very. They're extremely messy because it's the powdered sugar. They are really messy. That's just the beignet. And uh, two more things. So in Disneyland, you have to get a corn dog at the the red uh, tr- red trolley, the red cart. Award wieners? No, no, no. <laughs> I love to say that anyway. Award <laughs> wieners. I say it every time I walk by that place. Yep, near, so do we. Because we're twelve. Near the plaza, near the plaza restaurant, Disneyland, the where you get the hand dipped corn dogs. They're really good. If you oh, like corn yeah, dogs. Oh yeah, that little cart. Yeah. Yes. Does it have a name? Yeah, it's a red. Car- oh gosh, it's like the red cart trolley or something. Somebody will know. They'll tell us. Yeah. And then in DCA, Girardelli's for ice cream. Okay. Like I like it. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh, go ahead, Liza. Do you have any? Oh, yeah. I love Disneyland snacks. I like to go to the um, Carnation Cafe and get the macaroons. I like the Matterhorn macaroon. However, if you don't like coconut, you might not be into it, but I really like it. They also have this Mickey or Minnie Mouse macaroon that's red. It's raspberry, and it's got the lemon and raspberry filling and real raspberries inside it. It's really, really good. That is good. I've had it. Yeah. I love that one. I like to go to Bowdoin's and get a, a just a big old piece of sourdough bread. And okay. eat that for dinner. And that's a DCA care. over by the little wharf area? That's a DCA area. by the okay. wharf. It looks like Fisherman's Wharf, San Francisco-y look over there. I love that bread. It smell. You can smell it, like, coming up to it. It's just so good. It was closed when I was there. Oh, I think they so pipe the smell in. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, they must, like, pipe oh, it. Like, they know how the bread smell. The bread smell, it's so good. They also have, like... The, the bread bowls where they have the soup inside it, but I've never even gotten that because I can't get past the actual bread. I need and to then, try that bread because I haven't tried it. It's a it's a real San Francisco sourdough. It's like legit. It's it's that's what it is. It's really really good. Is the soup a, or a meal? Is it considered a meal? It's a meal. Yeah, yeah, it's a meal. It, but it's okay. a hearty like potato soup or some kind of a soup in in that or bread like a bowl. chowder. Yeah, or like a chowder. And um, it looks good. I've just never actually gotten that. I've had like it. It's okay. But bread. I didn't eat the bread. You know, I didn't like I, just something about like soup that's so bread that's got soup. Yeah, I'm not. I just yeah. kind of avoided it. But the yeah, soup I was okay. And then for some reason, I really like all their fruit cart stuff because they fruit have those. Good. Yeah. They've got the mangoes with the temp, whatever that spices that you put over the mango slices. Tamarind mm. or whatever they have, Got like those it. little packets of those like that red spice that they put on the mango. Somebody tell me what it is. Anyway, on a hot day, because it can get hot during the day in the summer there, that that, that is so refreshing. Huh? And I'll try that next time. I need to get back out there before my pass expires. Oh yeah, I love that. They have good fruit there. It's California. I'm I'm gonna have to go with a couple extra. From the candy kitchen on Main Street, I like the chocolate-covered uh, toffee with the almonds on the outside. That oh, sounds good. So good. That is like the best thing to just kind of take back to your room at night and just kind of snack on a little <laughs> bit. 
I also like over in DCA, I like the lobster nachos from the Lamplight Lounge. So they have small plates there. They have appetizers and they have, of course, entrees. But as far as the little snacks there, the lobster nachos are very, very good. So if you get a chance, check those out. I think they're about $16 for a serving. So it's a little steep, but it's enough for like three people easily. And also there, I like... They have these little donuts that they sell with a chocolate dipping sauce. That's really good. Jamee asks, why am I seeing such bad fast pass lines the last couple of trips? Jamee, I'm asking myself that as well. Does anyone have an opinion? If she's referring to like just fast pass lines being along, I think it's yes. just, you know, because they only have a certain amount of fast passes per hour, but they always like will let people come early or leave or come late. And maybe too many people do that. And it kind of, skews the numbers a little bit and there's more people trying to fit into a space that aren't maybe supposed to be in that space so it could back things up i'm sure that's probably part of it well i think another problem is a lot of times it's because the ride broke down so they're letting people stay and the lines are getting longer Mm -hmm. and even a 10 minute you know delay is going to extend that fast pass line but when you see and i think the time i saw this it was maybe october which is kind of a crazy month anyway but i remember seeing the line for you know pirates going all the way past the sign for adventureland going towards frontierland and i thought well that's kind of crazy um and that was for fast passes so but yeah peter pan can get that way i feel like it moves pretty quickly you know, it's funny because when we were there during Christmas, I didn't see any of that. I don't think there was one fast pass line that I went in that I thought, okay, this is not a fast pass line. But I know I know exactly what Jamea is saying because sometimes you'll go and you'll get in the line and you'll think, this is this is ridiculous. So, right, right. And I will say one thing too, Rise of the Resistance, people have been getting in line for that and waiting like an hour or even longer because the ride will break down and they'll keep them in the queue rather than have them come back later. So I'm, I'm sure that's really frustrating. That's actually what happened to us. But um, don't they, like when the, when the ride breaks down, like it, like, you know, test track goes down, you know, not infrequently. And um, like, if you have a fast pass for a certain time when it goes down, don't they, don't they let you come back later using that same fast pass? Yeah. What they actually do is they change your fast pass on my Disney experience to sort of an anytime experience. Right. So, but it does, you know, so say you were waiting in line for seven dwarves, you know, maybe it doesn't, does it have the return time for seven dwarves or is it just the, you know, anytime, you know, I think it's an, I think it's an anytime. Okay. Yeah. We've had that happen a couple of times, but it hasn't been for a major ride. So, And maybe we used it for something else, you know, or, and I will tell you one thing, a little trick with that, if it happens late at night and you can't make that fast pass, just go to guest services and they'll switch it for the next day. So whatever park you're going to that day, you can use that fast pass. Like say, say you couldn't get on Big Thunder Mountain because it was down and you had to leave the park, but the next day you're at Hollywood Studios, they'll give you a fast pass for something else. It just wouldn't be for like Millennium Falcon or Slinky Dog or something like that. Okay. Actually, Jamie just now asked us a question and she said, am I too late? No, you're not. And I love this question because it's near and dear to my heart. Her question is, what age should kids be allowed to discover the parks alone, either with parents Mm. in the park at the same time or go to a separate park while parents are at another park? Okay, I'm just going to say it. 
my older kid, I don't even see him down there, but he is <laughs> 17. So, you know, he's yeah. practically an adult and he's super responsible. I think we started letting him go and do some things alone in the park with like a friend when he was 12, but we were in the same park. By the time he was 14, we'd let him park hop and, but not a lot. So I think right around 15 or 16 is when we gave him a lot of freedom. And then the last year we were like, you basically don't have a curfew. You know, if you want to stay out late, fortunately, he's never abused it. He's not a person who wants to be in the parks at night. He's rather just lounge around the resort. So we haven't really had to worry too much. On the other hand, my daughter is not going anywhere ever alone until she's like 35. Exactly. (laughs) So and I'm not even kidding. Like, I did let her this time because she was with her friend and they're both almost 13. And I let her go ahead of me because they were like, they were a little spazzy because that's how girls that age are, right? They're very mm-hmm. funny and cute. But I, they wanted egg rolls and we were walking in Epcot and I was just go get your egg rolls. I'll meet y'all. So they ran ahead and got the egg rolls. That's about as much as I would do for her, her at this age. So what do you guys think? That's a tough call. I mean, it's, I think it depends on you know, parent comfort level. I mean, I remember being 13 and I had a friend down in Disney with me and my mom let us run around the parks, um, by ourselves. But, you know, that was a long time ago. So it's, you know, it's a different world. And I think the crowds are different than they were back then. So. Well, and and I think that depends on the park too, because I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't let my kids do stuff at Universal, Right. Not that there's anything wrong with the universal crowd, but it seems to be a younger crowd. Maybe they're a little rowdier. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got to do yeah. stuff when I was 13 by myself in the parks, but we had what they used to call walkie talkies. These things. I don't know if Adam have you heard of them, <laughs> but you know, you would put them huh? on a channel. And then, you know, you'd be like, come in. Uh, I'm at the Magic Kingdom. I'm at uh, the train station. You know, but my parents put the fear of the Lord Almighty in me that if I was not where I was supposed to be at a certain time, I mean, I dare not disobey. Like, I would be scared. So I I met them where I was supposed to meet them at the time. But now, looking back, I mean, to, with my girls, Oh, I just don't know if I would do it. Like, and I don't want to be a helicopter parent, but at the same time, I just get really nervous. And it, you, you know, I, I think it just depends on your kid too. Cause like Christina's oldest or your 17 year old, like he's got it together. Like he knows what's up. I mean, he is 17, so it's a different thing, but he's a different kind of kid, you know, yeah. than somebody else's 17 year old. It might be a little different or maybe not as mature or maybe more. I don't know. I've you had know. clients who don't even don't want their, you know, legal adult children, you know, who are like in their late teens wander around the park alone. So I, it really depends on the parent and the kid, but I mean, even at 15, Eric was super responsible. Like when he first started doing it too, he would always like, I'm getting on the bus. Okay. I'm moving over to Epcot. Okay. I'm in Epcot, you know, and it was, it was great actually. Cause I was a little freaked out, but yeah. at the same time, you kind of want to reward a kid whose behavior is usually really, res- and he's an oldest kid. So of course he's kind of like that anyway, but you want to reward that kid for being responsible mm-hmm. and it's, it's a pretty safe environment, you know? So, yeah, I, I mean, it really just, just base, it just depends on your, your kid's maturity level and your comfort level. And I would say start them small, 
you know, maybe go ahead and let them at 12 or 13, you know, like I said, go run and get a snack or whatever, or go on a ride alone. And then, you know, but I think anything under 14 is really too young to be wandering around alone out, you know, especially park hopping. Um, Oh, oh yeah. The park hopping. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think my parents never let me do that. I don't think, but we could stay in the same park and split up. So yeah. my sister and I would go split up and go do something else. And then, but we'd all have our walkie talkies. And I mean, but, but that was back in the day when everybody had a walkie talkie. I, mean, I never was, had a walkie talkie in the what park. What kind of weird place did you live that you have a walkie talkie? You guys, really? <laughs> so come in, mom. Come in. This telling is you, daughter number one. Come like, in. Just like, there's so many people with them. At one point when we went that people were getting on my channel all day and I was what? getting really mad. Yeah, like there was other people interfering in my channel. When was this? I don't really want to age myself that bad, but I'm just saying it was in the 80s. And we had the walkie talkie. (laughs) Maybe early 90s, 1990, 1991, maybe. Nope. Yeah. My mom was like, okay, you're going to Magic Kingdom. I'm going back to the pool. (laughs) Good luck. See, my parents never left me there, That, to my knowledge. Now, oh, I got left. They did. <laughs> they could have left me. I don't know what they did, really. But I didn't really care. Yeah. They gave me like five bucks, and they were like, we'll see you later, kid. Because that was back <laughs> in the day when $5 could get you something. It could make you last for a little while. Like, you, you could last on 5 to $10 for a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like that 80, will- 91. I won't even I get just... you a spork in, in Galaxy's Edge now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's true. It won't. I just, you know, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, it's kind of not, like, on the one hand, I mean, I've, I've actually spoken about my Christmas Eve f- fiasco where Kevin and Thomas were over at Universal, and Sophie and I were hanging out together, of course, because that's what we do. And then um, Eric was, you know, everywhere. And so it was time to go to dinner. We were actually going to dinner somewhere nice because Christmas Day was, you know, like Viennapolis, which is, I love, but it's not, you know, your Christmas dinner. And gradually it became apparent that nobody was going to make it. And I was just so, I was kind of bummed out. I mean, it had like bacon on a stick for dinner that night, but that's kind of the price you pay. Like on the one hand, you're like, this is a family vacation. We should be hanging out. And on the other hand, you're like, well, you know, I want to trust my kid and I want to give them some freedom. But officially, in order to enter a park by yourself, you have to be 14 years old and you can actually bring a younger child with you. But as long as the person has to be 14 years old or up. So I think that's actually pretty appropriate. From what I understand, it used to be that they didn't really enforce any kind of age limit. And what happened in Disneyland, because it's a local park, is you had parents, you know, dropping off like kids who had annual passes who were like 10, 9 years old, like a little group of them. And they wanted to stop that. I don't think that's ever really been a problem in Walt Disney World, but now it's the rule in both on both coasts. And to me, that that sounds about right. So, yeah, I think that's fair. That's, yeah. That sounds like a fair age. Yeah, so Adam, you're good to go. Good. I was getting <laughs> nervous. I know, right? Okay. All right. Do I I'm gonna... need to bring one of those walkie-talkies with me, though? You I do. You we have a set. You can borrow ours. I know. Oh, I okay. have some, too. They're really fun. 
All right, we'll do that next we'll, time. We'll, yeah, when we go this summer, Adam, you, we'll, we'll bring a walkie-talkie. Don't use a phone. Have you ever used, like, a walkie-talkie? I remember when I was an MP, uh, we used to use them, and I, I hated talking in them because they would make fun of me. <laughs> my my father uses them for his work all the time, so I've always used them, to be really? quite honest. Yeah. I, I could never get all the, like, shorthand stuff down properly. Ooh, I love the shorthand stuff. He, yeah. he tried using them, but then you forget, and so then you just start yelling into the mic. Oh, and really? Then, <laughs> and then you're, in a, and then you're at a customer's funny. house, and then they're, they're listening, and I'm, the customer's trying to talk to me, and I'm trying to listen to him. It was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And if you dropped them, he'd get really mad because they were like $200. Well, they're expensive, yeah. 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 Can't get them expensive. wet. Can't drop them. I did both many times. <laughs> but have you ever put it on top of an MP vehicle and drove off? An MP? No. But um, <laughs> I didn't do it, but somebody I know did. It was very a dramatic. Truck. Yes. It was a lot of money. Angela asks, let's talk about travel insurance. What happens when you get sick on vacation, if you have to cancel, etc.? Bridget, give us some information here. Having travel insurance is a, is a smart idea in the event that just anything, because anything can happen. You never know. But I always, I always say to, you know, make sure before you buy it to read the policy to make sure what you're yeah. looking for is covered because there's different policies out there. And they're all the different um, travel insurances, whether you're going through Disney or you're going through somebody else like Travel Guard, they might cover different things and have different, um, you know, just different rules and different things will apply. So I guess, I mean, that's just something that you'd want to definitely talk to your your travel professional about and then, you know, get the different, get different um, opinions on on what the best um, policy is for you. I'm going to add a caveat here. Obviously, I'm in no way an insurance agent, but I do help out our agents try to decide what kind of insurance to give to their clients. And one of the things I kind of tell them is for you, you always have to have it with a cruise. Like Mm -hmm. if you're traveling and I have good friends on a cruise right now, their listeners, they didn't insure. It drives me crazy. They never do. But with DCL and really any other cruise line, if you have to cancel a cruise and you don't have insurance, you're just out of luck. It's just the bottom line. So get it for a cruise. I always tell people four days or less, buy the insurance through the company you're working with. Uh, if you're doing transatlantic, if you're doing Europe, Caribbean, where there's a possibility you might have to have medical care you know, in a port, you would definitely want to have a pretty broad insurance policy some of the insurance policies that you're going to buy with something like, you know, any cruise line, Disney world, they're somewhat limited. So you have to be careful. Like if you have any kind of major medical needs or you need to have canceled for any reason insurance, you would want to go to an outside vendor. We use travel guard. We've been very happy with them, but there are lots of travel, you know, types of travel insurance. The one thing I always tell people with Disney World and Disneyland is your insurance is a final is a, is a final transaction, right? Like say on a Monday you go ahead and book a Disney trip and you put insurance on it and then you cancel on Friday. You're going to get all of your deposit back because you haven't hit final payment, but you're not getting that insurance back. So you need to weigh the odds of whether or not you need to add the insurance at final payment or when you book it because you're not getting it back but Disney's cancellation policies before final payment are 100% you get back. Now, that's not the same for 
Adventures by Disney, you make that deposit, you're good after 14 days. But so just kind of, you know, know what you're getting into. I insure every trip. I don't necessarily insure Walt Disney World, I'll be perfectly honest, because I'm very close. It's very easy for me to get there. But I, you will never see me go out to the West Coast or down, you know, on a cruise without insurance. Yeah, definitely so, not a cruise. Well, no. Aren't, aren't there a lot of people on cruise ships right now that are dealing with that coronavirus That are sick, thing? yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and anything can happen. I will just tell you that, for example, there are, there are some not-so-great things you want to think about. And one of them is, you know, really severe medical things happening or even having to bring a body back home for burial. You know, I think... A few of us who've done this for a while, we've had clients like Liza had someone pass away before the trip. I had someone pass away during a trip. So you want to be prepared for everything. So yeah, the day get they were going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Get the insurance. Um, they had the insurance. They got every penny back. Thank mm-hmm. goodness. Right. Thank goodness yep. they got their money back. So, I mean, on top of everything else, you have, you know, that kind of thing hanging exactly. over your head. Exactly. Okay. I'm going to go to the next one. Okay, Jeff asks, unpleasant surprises of Disney you might encounter but might not realize. Ride downtimes, guests with bad manners, etc. How do you deal with them? A lot of patience. <laughs> A lot of patience. Yeah. It, it doesn't bother me. I mean, like it takes a lot from if everybody who knows me knows if I get mad, that that's not good but for me to get mad i really 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 have to be pushed so it doesn't bother me when it happens you know what like the ride down times don't really bother me yeah i think a guest with bad manners really it really irks me yeah especially the people who are cussing really loud there was a cheer mom screaming because there were lots of cheerleaders there this past weekend screaming the f word into her phone (gasps) to another mother in epcot because of something that was going on with the cheer team but the worst thing was she was holding her toddler's hand oh my gosh oh my gosh i can't yes and i'm like are you kidding first of all my kids weren't with me the the girls were getting their egg rolls so it wasn't an issue for me personally with but i don't want to hear that and i hear that a lot i hear a lot of the cussing really loud just like people walking around you know, it's like, come on now, just save that for at home. I understand mm-hmm. we all cuss, but you know, don't be tacky. What about yeah. you, Adam? Can uh, can I say it on here? Line cutting. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Why mm-hmm. can't you say line cutting? I don't know. <laughs> um, do you think there's sure. like a? Don't say it, that. Do you know what? Do you know what? I heard the gangs of Disneyland. If you even talk about line cutting, they'll come to your house and toilet paper it <gasps> and give you a wedgie. Um, really? You know those yeah. guys with the denim vests and everything? They're going to oh, you. Denim vests. I did not see many of them. In, oh, I don't think I, I saw them. any of them in Disneyland. I, I don't know week. why, but I weirdly love it when I see them. I'm like, it's like I see the Hell's Angel or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Full disclosure, they, they terrify me, and that's why I've never been to Disneyland. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, oh, I understand. I, understand. I mean, if Line cutting is the, what you're worried about. This is not the show. Where have you been, Adam? <laughs> I'm not worried about it. It's just that I do not understand the letting one person on the line and then oh, yeah. the rest of the party joins that one person in the yeah, front. That's right. I don't, yeah, that's I don't. It should be the opposite. Adam, thank you. Because everyone be... else likes it. 
I don't. I just don't like. It happened. It happens. Happened at Disneyland a lot, and I'm like, and I watched it. I watched it happen. There was a whole thing, and I was with my brother, and I told him, I says, "Watch this. This whole family is going to cut us. It's just going to happen <laughs> one after. They're just going to come through one after the other." And there was ten of them, and by the time we got to the front of Peter Pan, ten people had cut us from the one family. I said, "It's going to happen, and, we're not, and they're just going to happen right under our nose." And I'm going to watch because he's. I'm like, "You're not paying attention. I'm going to pay attention, and I'm going to look at them, you know, with a, a look and." I'm did, not going to say the, anything. You're just going to give them the look? The look, yeah. <laughs> Here's my look. Suffer. Yeah. I, just, I hate I that. I don't understand it. I, I hate don't. it, too. Yeah. Well, it's really obnoxious. The math doesn't I, work. It doesn't, logically doesn't make any sense. Have you ever been in line and, like, and this is this is for the moms. So you're in line and somebody does something like that. And then you say to your child loudly, no, we don't do that. You know, or oh, something yeah. like that. We don't <laughs> talk that way or, no, we don't act that way. It's like uh, You can small... ask Mark about my um, comments. <laughs> it's a yeah, smug it's mom thing. That's, that's a famous Bridget. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it really starts to get on my nerves, I'll, I'll look at the kids and be like, well, this is why we don't do those things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what gets on my nerves really bad? Okay, there's a couple of things. Most of them involve the bathroom. But oh. whenever you go in the bathroom and it's just a big mess in there and people just, it's like they don't even care. They're just like, I'm sure. like, do you understand how this toilet works? Because I don't think you do. I don't think you understand the workings of this toilet. There's a seat. Why? Didn't you, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. bad. It's awful. And then, I have a theory like, on that, by the way. People are here. People, there's like a people. Why are we having to do this? And then when you go to a bathroom and there's no soap. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. That is yeah. the worst because I need to wash my hands. Or if there's no paper towels and your hands are soaking wet. Yeah. And you got to open a door. <gasps> yes, I oh, hate that. I don't want to wipe my pants. Yeah. It's awful. It's awful. really bad. Yeah, I hate the bathroom situation sometimes because there's particular bathrooms that I avoid at all costs, unless it's just an emergency, and then I just really regret having to go in there. There's several of them. Agreed. I know them well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one in Toy Story Land is not great. It. I don't care how much they clean it. There's just so many little kids in there and diapers being flung everywhere. Oh. That, you know, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's not, not good. good at all. You know the one by Test Track that I hate, the little box of death. Oh, yeah, that's a bad one. The box one of too. death. <laughs> like that animal, that, that one by um by Test Track. It's just It just says restroom on it. But we all know. I mean, it's bad. It's yeah. like the worst. Every time I go in there. And then one time I went to the bathroom. And they put the lock on wrong on the door. And it was like one of those you only have one job moments. Where <laughs> all you oh, no. had to do was move the screw. Like unscrew it and move it down one. And then it would have worked. But it wouldn't work. I'm tell- I took a picture of it. I should post it. Because it's so f- one of those you only have one job. It was one screw guy. It was one screw. <laughs> That's so funny. I remember that picture. I sent you the picture. Yeah. yeah I was like, are I you remember. kidding me? <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. For me, I can handle all that. I just don't like the cussing around kids. I think, you know, I worked really hard to make sure that my kids made it to a certain age before they were exposed to a lot of, you know, not so great things. And I prefer that it didn't happen in the happiest place on earth. 
Exactly. So. And I and not and you guys know, I mean, I'm like the farthest person from, a, you know, the person who doesn't cuss. I mean, I will I will do it, but I just don't want my kids to hear that, you know, okay. although now they're in middle school, so they hear everything. So I, they do. Good Lord, it's great. Yes. OK, so I, I would say just roll with all of it. You know, you're still at Disney no matter what. And, you know, just enjoy it despite some of the crazy stuff that happens. Yeah. I sometimes I have to count to five mm-hmm. and think like, you know what? I'm here enjoying it with my family. These people don't matter. <laughs> and yeah. I just have to give myself a little bit of a pep talk. There's there's nothing worse though than you will get those smug moms who think you're doing something wrong just because you're breathing and you just want to go, I don't care what you think. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? You know, there's a give yeah. you that look and you're like, yeah, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a okay. All right. Let's go to the next question. Inez asks, if you could only ride one ride in each park, what would it be and why? And what snack food is a must? Okay, I'm just going to go around. Let's do ride and snack. I'll start with Liza. Wait, in each park? You can ride one ride in each park. What would it be and why? And then what snack food? That's like a whole show. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, Inez, we're going to shelve this. Adam, if you could add this to our show topic, because this is a good one. Okay. Thank you. Adam's our, our note keeper. He's the only one whose brain works this late at night. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the rest of us are like, oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. Th- okay. I'm going to go. I think we've got one more. This one's kind of difficult because we can't do it, actually. Not exactly. But we can kind of have an opinion, I guess. So Jennifer asked, do you guys have any tips on saving for and planning for a trip to Tokyo Disney or any of the overseas Disney parks? Now I I have to preface this by saying we actually can't book Tokyo Disney directly. We have to go through certain travel vendors. And and so we have never, like as an agency, we haven't sold it. I hope eventually we can do that. So we don't really have any great tips on saving for that. As far as Disneyland Paris, it's not that pricey. If you can get in a plane and get to Paris, that's really the most costly thing. They have a lot of promotions, but they have them very, very early. So, for example, we booked Disneyland Paris for June and January and got a discount. With By the next month, I wanted to add more rooms, and they weren't available. And I said, well, when's the next discount coming out? Because at Disney World, something would have come out. But with Paris, they said it, it comes out early and it's done. So plan far in advance is what I'm at, what I'm saying. I just want to add one extra thing, depending on how, where you're going. A lot of times you can bundle air. Like what we did was we bundled our air with, you know, like for, for example, with Delta vacations, you can bundle a flight with at least three nights in a hotel. They don't have to be consecutive. And we got our flights for like $800 as opposed to 2000 buying them separately. So you can get some very good deals if you're, you know, willing to be a little flexible, maybe book a room or three in this, then that case. So if you're spending some time in someplace like Disneyland Paris, you know, you're doing your Disneyland trip through Disney, of course, because you're probably going to get the best deal, but then you're maybe staying in Paris and using up those hotel days. There's a lot of things you can do to save, but my first advice is to always bundle your air with a hotel 
And there are lots of, you know, vendors out there that do that, not just Expedia or Travelocity, which I might not look at first for a deal. So, okay. I think that is it. And oh my gosh, Tony isn't here to close out the show. So I'm going to do that real quickly. I want to thank everyone for joining us. If you are planning a trip, we'd love to help you. Just go to MainStreetMoreTravel.com. Send us a quote request. We'll get you matched up with the right agent for you. Or just tell us who you want to work with. And you can also find us on Twitter. Thank you, Adam. Instagram. And, of course, on Facebook and our private group. We'd love to chat with you. Good night, everyone. Good night.